Welcome to The House Files, a podcast about building a triplex in Portland, Oregon. That mostly exists to talk you out of doing such a thing. Exactly. So what happened this week? We have a house, but like the house has to have plants in it. Like, well, it doesn't, they don't have to be in it, but they have to be on it. Um, for... We have a rooftop that we're going to, you know, turn into like a nice little place to hang out. Yeah, but also like legally we have to have a certain amount of plants in the yard. <laughs> in the yard, that is true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We have like zoning requirements yeah. of the amount of green space that we are required to have. Um, which is not necessarily a bad thing. Um, I think that may have forced us to not pack everything full of um, uh, storage. <laughs> I was going to say, there's a few spots we could build more sheds on. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, more bike parking, more bike parking. Yeah. Uh, so what ended up happening is, so my mother, who watches the House Files uh, podcast, so she'll probably comment on this, um, but she is a former master gardener. She has a degree in horticulture, and uh, she managed garden centers for a bunch of years. Because of that, she is incredibly overqualified for her unpaid position as our garden designer and consultant, um, which is being paid back for in hot tub sessions on our roof once that uh, happens. So she's essentially getting paid in hot tub usage in the future for helping us figure out what plants to do. I have, my plant background is I pretty much only have experience with um, permaculture, which is a very, if you don't know about it, it's essentially permanent design for that mimics nature for productive gardens. And um, my permaculture design certificate was obtained a real long time ago. And um, I worked very briefly on like a kind of traditional organic farm. And other than that, I do not have a, and even then I would not describe myself as having a green thumb. I enjoy eating plants and I would like them to be near our house. We had a um, balcony garden at, in one of our apartments that mm. we used primarily to grow hot peppers and lettuce, things that we both need to acquire on a regular basis from the grocery store. But I'm not going to say that we were like stellar no, at it. No, we were not. I will say that. Um, but our goals for our roof top garden is that like it has... Well, we went to this rooftop uh, bar in L.A. And we were like, this, how do we get this on our roof? Right. <laughs> um, and I think the answer is money and professionals. <laughs> uh, but It was like a jungle up there. A lot of the decisions about plants are actually starting to approach, even though we don't have a house yet, it, we're starting to approach like needing to make a lot of them. Hmm. Um, because turns out plants are not you don't get them last minute. You plan ahead of time for a lot of different kinds of plants. So my mom said we should go up to the C Seattle Flower and Garden Show. So we went up to the Seattle Flower and Garden Show uh, for like a little day trip. Uh, got to see one of my friends who lives up there who also went to the flower show. I Do you know what a flower show is like? I have no idea. You said it was at the convention center? Yeah, it's at the the Washington Convention Center. So my my assumption is that it would be similar to other things I've been to at convention centers that with large expo halls of vendors with booths showing plants, seeds, um, flowers. All of the above is okay. true. Yes. 
Um, so that part was what I expected. Like okay. I expected vendors. Um, it was interesting because they kind of split it into two separate vendor halls. So there was one vendor hall that was like kind of more for consumer goods. So it'd be things like brooms that were, which I saw them all over the place and it looked like a witch's convention but because um, <laughs> people kept buying them, but they were outdoor brooms that were really good for like decks oh, yeah. and stuff like that. Um, you know, aprons, floral themed jewelry, gardening tools, um, uh, you know, artwork that's like botanical illustrations, that kind of stuff. Like stuff that is just vaguely flower and garden themed consumer, mostly consumer retail goods. Um, so it had real like uh, Saturday market kind of vibes, like uh, uh. like the craft market next to the farmer's market. Um, and that doesn't mean that some of them weren't really big. Like some of them were like the the rock people, the people that you buy giant rocks from. They had a booth. Um, I guess rocks have to come from they somewhere. They have to come from somewhere, right? So yeah, there was like quite a lot of that on one side. And then the, the on the other side were the vendors that are much more like, I wouldn't necessarily say high end, but I would say things that you're more likely to um, plan ahead of time for. So it would mm. be plants, uh, which apparently uh, there were some plants there that my mother was very excited about because they're like hard to find or she'd never seen them in the U.S. before. Um, so plants, seeds, like you mentioned, um, there was also like a lot of added value farm products. So like basalmic vinegars or, you know, oh. olive oils, like things that were yeah. like from a regional vendor, all of that. I kind of expected there were hot tubs. Um, unfortunately not our hot tubs. Um, but there was, um, the soft tub which they really tried to sell me on the idea that I should get that instead of a cedar hot tub. They tried to scare me from the maintenance. Oh. So, um... What's, why Why is the soft tub supposed to be lower maintenance? Because uh, it's not made of wood. <laughs> okay. Um, also, it was told to me that maybe we should discuss with someone who owns a cedar tub. Like, we've only been talking to the people that sell cedar tubs and the people who sell not cedar tubs. Mm. And we haven't been talking to a person who owns that. Because apparently one of my friends... Um, had a cedar soaking tub they only put in a couple years ago when they bought their house. And my mother said it looked like hell and hmm. um, that they aren't necessarily happy with that experience of taking care of it. So um, I might talk to them and okay. just see what they think about. Mm -hmm. um, but that wasn't what was surprising. So all this comes to the part that I actually had no idea happened at flower shows, which was demonstration gardens. There was a whole section. First, there was a section that was like small spaces and they were probably like about as wide as this kind of little room set that we're in. Um, maybe like, I would say like three meters by one and a half meters, like that kind hmm. of space size. Um, and they would be little demonstration gardens. They like maybe have a little bit of furniture in them, but they would be fully planted gardens. Um, and there would be a whole bunch of rows on them and you could like vote as uh, um, which one you liked the best. It was like a contest? Yes. So this is like one of the things the Master Gardeners does, which I knew when my mom, was, she like, I think judged these competitions because I remember at one point we had to drive around and look at yards to judge Master Gardener competitions. I remember that as a kid. Um, and I also remember that she won an award for her potted plants, but I went around telling everybody that my mom had the best pot plants. <laughs> <laughs> and it had to be explained to me that I was not allowed to tell people that, and it is potted plants. 
Little one little syllable makes all the difference. Yeah, there. all the difference. <laughs> um, but what really blew my mind was the big demonstration gardens, and these apparently turns out they are all in pots, but they are in the middle of a convention center meant to look like a full-on yard. And so you, like, put them in pots, build these retaining walls and waterfalls and everything, like, into them. And uh, then you cover them with enough dirt that it looks like they're growing out of the ground. And apparently they only have 72 hours to build them, oh my God. according to my mom. Um, and they're huge. I mean, they're, like... Um, God, I think they were... I You know, we'll insert some B-roll here of them. Um, it took us, like, a good hour to walk through all the demonstration gardens. But they're in like an expo hall of a convention center mm -hmm. super weird i mean the rock people had a lot of really big rocks and i'm like how did they get all these rocks in here because they were <laughs> i mean how did they get those rocks in there um we were also several stories up so like oh, wow. they had to get the rocks in there and then up multiple i don't know how it worked it's like was there an elevator that is rated to carry giant rocks how did they get them upstairs? Yeah, that's a lot. Um, it is also Seattle, so maybe like the other side of the convention center was at ground yeah. level. <laughs> um, but the demonstration guards are huge. They're like I the size of a large yard, and they'll be completely decorated with like full-on bridges in the middle of it, oh like God. little like garden bridges and waterfalls. But they'll be planted with all these plants and uh, you get to see what those kind of plants would look like. And this is, they they also win awards. Like one of them had a trophy in it. Um, they win awards and you can also vote on them for like the People's Choice Award or whatever. I did not, I did not vote. I didn't feel qualified <laughs> to vote. Um, technically, I think just by paying for a ticket, I was allowed to have a vote, but um, I felt very dumb um i will say between my friend and my mom they just went around pointing at all the plants they knew what all the plants i'd be like yeah. can we have that and they would be like no <laughs> i like can we have that and they'd be like oh yeah no problem <laughs> I, just, I was like didn't you know um didn't feel very smart i took forest biology i don't think that was useful in any way in this um uh flower show i do not have a passion for it so they kept being like what do you want and i was like i don't know green things on the roof preferably edible <laughs> <laughs> I that covers it yeah yeah it turns out that wasn't enough information uh, for a flower show okay i went there with two objectives one um you printed me out like what the sun exposures were going to be on the roof so oh, yeah. that i would have a better idea of like what kind of shade the different plants would need yeah i took the 3d model of the of the building and then in sketchup it has this feature where you can drag a slider to choose the time of year and the time of day and then it projects the shadows because you tell it like where it is on the on the globe and so yeah it can it can project all the shadows what orientation it is on the lot and uh print out this nice little chart gave it to you that shows you what it's going to look like i'm really curious if it was helpful um i think it would have been helpful more helpful if i was smarter um <laughs> i think i think i it was a useful exercise to do because it did give me an idea that we're essentially in what is called partial partial shade mm -hmm. for in a bunch of it. it. Turns out, yeah, because of the because the roof is on the south side of the roof, the the roof covering is on the south side of the roof deck. Yeah, most of the roof is actually in shade most of the time. Um, it turns out I didn't know what I was looking at. I would be like, oh, that's a cool plant, mm -hmm. kind of, and then uh, then I'd move on. I really didn't know what I was looking at. 
The um, but I think my mother may have gotten better ideas out of this than okay. I did. But the cool thing that we found, so that we wanted to get some idea of rooftop planting. But the other thing we needed, and that is more time sensitive, is the green wall. Mm-hmm. And the green wall is time sensitive because it affects plumbing. Um, it affects like if we're gonna have too much weight, we may have to add extra structural support in that wall. If we're gonna have a bunch of plant weight. Um, you know, for hydroponics, all of that. I did not, there were no green wall vendors straight up, no green wall vendors. There weren't even like the little pocket plants. Like I did find the preserved moss things that we talked about, Mm -hmm. which is like a way for us to get a green wall like effect without having to maintain it. And, um, starting to really trend in that direction. Okay. Um, uh, Aaron recently got a laser cutter. And has fallen in love with laser cutting everything possible. And uh, this might be an opportunity for Aaron to do some laser cutting. The thing you showed me looked very, very cool. It was laser cut wood with the moss poking through the gaps in the wood in very cool designs. Yep. And um, either that vendor or us, were. she said she would work with us if we had a design that we wanted mm. to like cut it out and kind of build it. Um, we might be able to do it ourselves. Like it may not be something that we need. We wouldn't obviously copy her designs and do yeah. it, but we would want to do a custom design anyway. Do a giant map of Portland or something. Giant map of the Dora Transit system. Yeah. Uh, and I think what's... Ooh, can we make the river a waterfall? Aaron really wants to do a waterfall, and I keep <laughs> trying to explain that if we're doing a waterfall, that is like a, a green wall, but expensive and doesn't do have any benefits. But it would look so cool. You know what? We can get one of the Chinese restaurant fake waterfalls that you put on the wall. The like light boxes. I'll oh. get you one of those. <laughs> and that can be your waterfall. Okay. If you want to see some waterfalls, you should have come to the Flower and Garden yeah. Show. There was a lot of interesting water features. Um, the answer is no. No waterfalls. <laughs> uh, we're already doing the hot tub. If yeah. we you know, want a way to raise our water costs, I don't think it should be a waterfall, which does not really in any way improve our life but it would look so cool it would look cool i saw some cool like water features under glass and stuff Mm -hmm. there there was some serious like fancy airport display vibes going on Mm -hmm. in quite a few of these places um but i think the preserved moss wall and then we will do living plants in places where it is both hard for the cat to access them but easier for us to access than in the middle of the wall um right so that would be on top of the cabinets um, in our entryway. So they'll kind of come oh, yeah. down and kind of lead up to the preserved moss. And then we'll get some of that um, biomass and that air cleaning going on in the entryway, which seems like a good place to have it where it interfaces with the terrible air outside. Mm-hmm. And um, we may do some at the very top of the wall towards where we can reach it from the kitchen. Mm. So. Yeah. Uh, I think that's the current plan. So I think preserved moss is happening. I did some research on the prices of preserved moss. It's reindeer moss is the type of moss that people use. You can get it in colors as well. Um, And uh, I think we just kind of have to narrow in on what we want. And I'm starting to feel like it's within the realm of possibility. But it's we're treating it more like art and less like full on green wall. Yeah. So. But it'll still be pretty big. Yeah, it's going to be pretty large format art. Well, Aaron was surprised at the price of the green wall 
art. I mean, yeah, it, for what appears to be a very thin piece of laser cut wood and a little bit of moss, $500. I think this is like when you look at modern art and you're like, it's just bladders on a canvas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how I feel once I try to make one myself. Yeah, maybe that's it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's pretty much, that was the Flower and Garden Show. Did I learn anything? Well, um... No. <laughs> the laser cut wood for the preserved moss was an idea I hadn't thought of before. Yeah, that's so. super cool. I had no idea that was even like a thing. What's word of the week? I think the word of the week is fire sticks, which is the name of a plant. It's like encephala fire sticks or something. My mom was <laughs> my mom was obsessed with it. Uh she's very excited about it. It is, it is a kind of plant that you, like, can't touch with your hands, so it seems like maybe we shouldn't have it immediately next to a hot tub. That's why it's called fire sticks, I take it. Yeah, well, it also looks like fire sticks. That is an accurate description of what it looks like. Okay. I will insert a clip here. It looks, Great. it if you were going to describe it, this is what it looks like. What do fire you, sticks. What is it for? Plants. <laughs> <laughs> Where do people normally put it? In plant places. <laughs> Do you see why I wasn't that successful at this show? <laughs> um, one of the downsides is that we'd have to put it in the dumbwaiter and bring it inside in the winter. It's oh. like, it's not, it can't do all four seasons here. Yeah. Um, but it was a cool fire stick. I think my mom just wants one for herself now. And it was um, from seattleplantdaddy.com. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, can't you just get it from, like, the Portland plant daddy? And my mom was like, absolutely not. There, This is a very hard to find huh. plant. So I don't know. Okay. I guess it's an African plant based on my very two-second Wikipediaing of it. But um, no one's late this week, right? Yeah, I don't think so. Things are going. Things are going along. Going along. And uh, what, what did we not know we needed to know? Apparently, I need to know a lot more about what kind of plants I want. I don't know. I just felt like I did not know what I needed when it came to the plants. So the, I I think the answer is plants. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I think we'll just get a bunch of spider plants and call it a day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, those work for sure. Um. Yeah. I think that's it. So uh, like. Hit the bell notification. Subscribe. We will see you back here next week with another update on the progress. And um, who knows what state things will be in by then or how many more decisions we'll have made or failed to make. Another riveting episode of The House Files. 